Section 30 of Optics. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz. Optics by Isaac Newton. Book 2, Part 4. Observations 7 through 9. Observation 7. By the analogy of all these phenomena with those of the like rings of colors described in the first part of this book, it seemed to me that these colors were produced by this thick plate of glass, much after the manner that those were produced by very thin plates. For upon trial I found that if the quicksilver were rubbed off from the back side of the speculum, the glass alone would cause the same rings of colors, but much more faint than before and therefore the phenomenon depends not upon the quicksilver, unless so far as the quicksilver, by increasing the reflection of the back side of the glass, increases the light of the rings of colors. I found also that a speculum of metal without glass, made some years since for optical uses, and very well wrought, produced none of those rings, and thence I understood that these rings arise not from one specular surface alone, but depend upon the two surfaces of the plate of glass whereof the speculum was made, and upon the thickness of the glass between them. For as in the seventh and nineteenth observations of the first part of this book, a thin plate of air, water, or glass, of an even thickness, appeared of one color, when the rays were perpendicular to it, of another when they were a little oblique, of another when more oblique, of another when still more oblique, and so on. So here, in the sixth observation, the light which emerged out of the glass in several obliquities made the glass appear of several colors, and being propagated in those obliquities to the chart, there painted rings of those colors. And as the reason why a thin plate appeared of several colors in several obliquities of the rays was that the rays of one and the same sort are reflected by the thin plate at one obliquity and transmitted at another and those of other sorts transmitted where these are reflected, and reflected where these are transmitted. So the reason why the thick plate of glass whereof the speculum was made did appear of various colors in various obliquities, and in those obliquities propagated those colors to the chart, was that the rays of one and the same sort did at one obliquity emerge out of the glass, at another did not emerge, but were reflected back towards the quicksilver, by the hither surface of the glass, and accordingly as the obliquity became greater and greater, emerged and were reflected alternately from many successions, and that in one and the same obliquity the rays of one sort were reflected, and those of another transmitted. This is manifest by the fifth observation of this part of this book. For in that observation, when the speculum was illuminated by any one of the prismatic colors, that light made many rings of the same color upon the chart, with dark intervals, and therefore at its emergence out of the speculum was alternately transmitted, and not transmitted from the speculum to the chart for many successions, according to the various obliquities of its emergence. And when the color cast on the speculum by the prism was varied, the rings became of the color cast on it, and varied their bigness with their color and therefore the light was now alternately transmitted, and not transmitted from the speculum to the chart, at other obliquities than before. It seemed to me, therefore, that these rings were of one and the same original with those of thin plates, but yet with this difference, 
that those of thin plates are made by the alternate reflections and transmissions of the rays at the second surface of the plate after one passage through it but here the rays go twice through the plate before they are alternately reflected and transmitted first they go through it from the first surface to the quicksilver and then return through it from the quicksilver to the first surface and there are either transmitted to the chart or reflected back to the quicksilver accordingly as they are in their fits of easy reflection or transmission when they arrive at that surface for the intervals of the fits of the rays which fall perpendicularly on the speculum and are reflected back in the same perpendicular lines by reason of the equality of these angles and lines are of the same length and number within the glass after reflection as before by the nineteenth proposition of the third part of this book and therefore since all the rays that enter through the first surface are in their fits of easy transmission at their entrance and as many of these as are reflected by the second are in their fits of easy reflection there all these must be again in their fits of easy transmission at their return to the first and by consequence there go out of the glass to the chart and form upon it the white spot of light in the center of the rings for the reason holds good in all sorts of rays and therefore all sorts must go out promiscuously to that spot and by their mixture cause it to be white but the intervals of the fits of those rays which are reflected more obliquely than they enter must be greater after reflection than before by the fifteenth and twentieth propositions and thence it may happen that the rays at their return to the first surface may in certain obliquities be in fits of easy reflection and return back to the quicksilver and in other intermediate obliquities be again in fits of easy transmission and so go out to the chart and paint on it the rings of colors about the white spot and because the intervals of the fits at equal obliquities are greater and fewer in the less refrangible rays and less and more numerous in the more refrangible therefore the less refrangible at equal obliquities shall make fewer rings than the more refrangible and the rings made by those shall be larger than the like number of rings made by these that is the red rings shall be larger than the yellow the yellow than the green the green than the blue and the blue than the violet as they were really found to be in the fifth observation and therefore the first ring of all colors encompassing the white spot of light shall be red without any violet within and yellow and green and blue in the middle as it was found in the second observation and these colors in the second ring and those that follow shall be more expanded till they spread into one another and blend one another by interfering these seem to be the reasons of these rings in general and this put me upon observing the thickness of the glass and considering whether the dimensions and proportions of the rings may be truly derived from it by computation observation eight i measured therefore the thickness of this concavo convex plate of glass and found it everywhere one quarter of an inch precisely now by the sixth observation of the first part of this book a thin plate of air transmits the brightest light of the first ring that is the bright yellow when its thickness is one eighty nine thousandth part of an inch and by the tenth observation of the same part a thin plate of glass transmits the same light of the same ring when its thickness is less in proportion of the sine of refraction to the sine of incidence that is when its thickness is the eleven one million five hundred and thirteen thousandth 
or one one hundred and thirty seven thousand five hundred and forty fifth part of an inch supposing the signs are as eleven to seventeen and if this thickness be doubled it transmits the same bright light of the second ring if tripled it transmits that of the third and so on the bright yellow light in all these cases being in its fits of transmission and therefore if its thickness be multiplied thirty four thousand three hundred eighty six times so as to become one quarter of an inch it transmits the same bright light of the thirty four thousand three hundred eighty sixth ring suppose this be the bright yellow light transmitted perpendicularly from the reflecting convex side of the glass through the concave side to the white spot in the centre of the rings of colours on the chart and by a rule in the seventh and nineteenth observations in the first part of this book and by the fifteenth and twentieth propositions of the third part of this book if the rays be made oblique to the glass the thickness of the glass requisite to transmit the same bright light of the same ring in any obliquity is to this thickness of one quarter of an inch as the secant of a certain angle to the radius the sign of which angle is the first of an hundred and six arithmetical means between the signs of incidence and refraction counted from the sign of incidence when the refraction is made out of any plated body into any medium encompassing it that is in this case out of glass into air now if the thickness of the glass be increased by degrees so as to bear to its first thickness that is that of a quarter of an inch the proportions which thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty six the number of fits of the perpendicular rays in going through the glass towards the white spot in the centre of the rings hath to thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty five thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty four thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty three and thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty two the numbers of the fits of the oblique rays in going through the glass towards the first second third and fourth rings of colours and if the first thickness be divided into one hundred million equal parts the increased thicknesses will be one hundred million two thousand nine hundred and eight one hundred million five thousand eight hundred and sixteen one hundred million eight thousand seven hundred and twenty five and one hundred million eleven thousand six hundred and thirty three and the angles of which these thicknesses are secants will be twenty six minutes thirteen seconds thirty seven minutes five seconds forty five minutes six seconds and fifty two minutes twenty six seconds the radius being one hundred million and the signs of these angles are seven hundred sixty two one thousand seventy nine one thousand three hundred twenty one and one thousand five hundred twenty five and the proportional signs of refraction one thousand one hundred and seventy two one thousand six hundred and fifty nine two thousand thirty one and two thousand three hundred and forty five the radius being one hundred thousand for since the signs of incidence out of glass into air are to the signs of refraction as eleven to seventeen and to the above-mentioned secants as eleven to the first of a hundred and six arithmetical means between eleven and seventeen that is as eleven to eleven and six one hundred and sixths those secants will be to the signs of refraction as eleven and six one hundred and six to seventeen and by this analogy will give these signs so then if the obliquities of the rays to the concave surface of the glass be such that the signs of their refraction 
in passing out of the glass through that surface into the air be one thousand one hundred seventy two one thousand six hundred fifty nine two thousand thirty one two thousand three hundred and forty five the bright light of the thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty sixth ring shall emerge at the thicknesses of the glass which are to one fourth of an inch as thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty six to thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty five thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty four thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty three thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty two respectively and therefore if the thickness in all these cases be one quarter of an inch as it is in the glass of which the speculum was made the bright light of the thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty fifth ring shall emerge where the sign of refraction is one thousand one hundred and seventy two and that of the thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty fourth thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty third and thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty second ring where the sign is one thousand six hundred and fifty nine two thousand and thirty one and two thousand three hundred and forty five respectively and in these angles of refraction the light of these rings shall be propagated from the speculum to the chart and there paint rings about the white central round spot of light which we said was the light of the thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty sixth ring and the semi diameters of these rings shall subtend the angles of refraction made at the concave surface of the speculum and by consequence their diameters shall be to the distance of the chart from the speculum as those signs of refraction doubled are to the radius that is as one thousand one hundred and seventy two one thousand six hundred and fifty nine two thousand thirty one and two thousand three hundred forty five doubled are to one hundred thousand and therefore if the distance of the chart from the concave surface of the speculum be six feet as it was in the third of these observations the diameters of the rings of this bright yellow light upon the chart shall be one point six hundred eighty eight two point three hundred eighty nine two point nine hundred twenty five three point three hundred and seventy five inches for these diameters are to six feet as the above mentioned signs doubled are to the radius now these diameters of the bright yellow rings thus found by computation are the very same with those found in the third of these observations by measuring them that is with one and eleven sixteenths two and three eighths two and eleven twelfths and three and three eighths inches and therefore the theory of deriving these rings from the thickness of the plate of glass of which the speculum was made and from the obliquity of the emerging rays agrees with the observation in this computation i have equaled the diameters of the bright rings made by light of all colors to the diameters of the rings made by the bright yellow for this yellow makes the brightest part of the rings of all colors if you desire the diameters of the rings made by the light of any other unmixed color you may find them readily by putting them to the diameters of the bright yellow ones in a subduplicate proportion of the intervals of the fits of the rays of those colors when equally inclined to the refracting or reflecting surface which caused those fits that is by putting the diameters of the rings made by the rays in the extremities and limits of the seven colors red orange yellow green blue indigo violet proportional to the cube roots of the numbers one eight ninths five sixths three quarters two thirds three fifths nine sixteenths one half 
which express the length of a monochord sounding the notes in an eighth for by this means the diameters of the rings of these colors will be found pretty nearly in the same proportion to one another which they ought to have by the fifth of these observations and thus i satisfied myself that these rings were of the same kind and original with those of thin plates and by consequence that the fits or alternate dispositions of the rays to be reflected and transmitted are propagated to great distances from every reflecting and refracting surface but yet to put the matter out of doubt i added the following observation observation nine if these rings thus depend on the thickness of the plate of glass their diameters at equal distances from several speculums made of such concavo convex plates of glass as are ground on the same sphere ought to be reciprocally in a subduplicate proportion of the thicknesses of the plates of glass and if this proportion be found true by experience it will amount to a demonstration that these rings like those formed in thin plates do depend on the thickness of the glass i procured therefore another concavo convex plate of glass ground on both sides to the same sphere with the former plate its thickness was five sixty-seconds parts of an inch and the diameters of the three first bright rings measured between the brightest parts of their orbits at the distance of six feet from the glass were three four and a sixth five and an eighth inches now the thickness of the other glass being one quarter of an inch was to the thickness of this glass as one quarter to five sixty seconds that is as thirty one to ten or three hundred and ten million to one hundred million and the roots of these numbers are seventeen thousand six hundred seven and ten thousand and in the proportion of the first of these roots to the second are the diameters of the bright rings made in this observation by the thinner glass three four and one-sixth five and an eighth to the diameters of the same rings made in the third of these observations by the thicker glass one and eleven sixteenths two and three-eighths two and eleven twelfths that is the diameters of the rings are reciprocally in a subduplicate proportion of the thicknesses of the plates of glass so then in plates of glass which are alike concave on one side and alike convex on the other side and alike quicksilvered on the convex sides and differ in nothing but their thickness the diameters of the rings are reciprocally in a subduplicate proportion of the thicknesses of the plates and this shows sufficiently that the rings depend on both the surfaces of the glass they depend on the convex surface because they are more luminous when that surface is quicksilvered over than when it is without quicksilver they depend also upon the concave surface because without that surface a speculum makes them not they depend on both surfaces and on the distances between them because their bigness is varied by varying only that distance and this dependence is of the same kind with that which the colors of thin plates have on the distance of the surfaces of those plates because the bigness of the rings and their proportion to one another and the variation of their bigness arising from the variation of the thickness of the glass and the orders of their colors is such as ought to result from the propositions in the end of the third part of this book derived from the phenomena of the colors of thin plates set down in the first part there are yet other phenomena of these rings of colors but such as follow from the same propositions and therefore confirm both the truth of those propositions and the analogy between these rings and the rings of colors made by very thin plates i shall subjoin some of them
End of section 30. Recording by Pamela Krantz.